right, Sean, let's, let's go ahead and tie up our capes. I got that aerodynamics with our capes. What do you say about calls? That was a close call. Glad we figured it out, though. We're going to be talking about capes, cows, and close calls. Capes, cows, and close calls. That's the one we got. That's it. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Capes, Cows, and Close Calls. My name is Nick. With me always is my co-host, Sean, the Irishman King. Hey, what's up everybody? Sean, it's very exciting time of the year. It's that time of the year. It's like fucking Christmas for nerds. It is <laughs> San Diego Comic Con, the biggest con of all cons. The Kong and the King all cons. San Diego Comic Con 2019. 2019. Woo! It's an exciting year to say, though. 2019? It's like, whatever. Yeah, I guess you're right. For some reason, Sean, our Comic Con episodes always seem to do the best. Don't know why. He just thinks that this one's going to tank. It probably is. No one's going to listen to it. I don't know why people care so much, but they do. So here we are. I get it. Because we care. Yeah, that's true. They care because we care, you know, and we put the work in. Fair enough. And they appreciate that. Fair enough. Well, we're back again another year to talk about Comic-Con and all the big stuff that happened there. Mostly the Marvel stuff. I'm going to be honest with you, man. This is mostly just about Marvel. Yeah. There was almost nothing else that happened. I mean, there were other things that happened, it was but like, nothing was that important. It was like, you know what? The CW is going to do some stuff this year. Yeah. <laughs> and that was much. it. Yeah. there's. I think there's going to be a new Terminator movie. Is that even DC? No. That's just oh. whatever. Oh, just yeah. a little fun tidbit. Yeah, I just... It was there. New Terminator movie. There's going to be some Star Trek stuff, is, I guess. Uh, is um, Schwarzenegger going to come back for Terminator? No idea. Apparently, it's going to be rated R, though. So, that's interesting. Hmm. I All guess. Right. Maybe not. Star Trek stuff. That's right along yeah, the... stuff. The nerdy culture of us, you right? Know, the whole... Falcon symbols. I don't know. You know, what? it's crazy because my family loves Star Trek. Really? Like my brothers they love more it. Trekkies. My my parents watch it. I have aunts and uncles that watch it. Like like not even just my immediate, my extended family loves Star Trek. And then they're they always see me, you know, here with the podcast and you know, you know, DC and Marvel, and then they start trying to talk Star Trek and they just like think I like it and I'm always like, I gotta be honest. I find it very boring. <laughs> You like Star Wars, though, right? I like Star Wars, but I wouldn't even... I don't like Star Wars at the same level that I like, you know, Marvel, Marvel and DC. DC. Yeah, that's but funny. I like it. Like, I've seen... I haven't seen Solo yet, but I've seen all the other movies. Okay, fair enough. I haven't seen any of them, so... Uh, no, I know. Yeah, here we are. That's why we don't talk about Star Trek. I know. That's why we actively avoid Star Wars. It. I mean, we should... You know, we're going to get there one day. One day. Maybe we'll do a series of me just watching all the Star Wars movies for the first time. Yeah. I don't know how fun that'll be, but uh, yeah, well, you know, we'll see. Maybe we'll like group them. Like you watch the original three. That sounds awful. The, the three prequels. Okay. So I know the the prequels technically came out after the original three. So episode six was the first Star Wars right. movie. Do you think it's better to go back and actually watch them in order like the order of which the events happen or the release date order? I think. Like, should I start with episode six? I think and then it's go to meant to one? be watched by release order. Okay. 
So I should start episode I mean, six. So if you watch five, four, if you watch the one, three, two, three prequels, and then you would have to watch Rogue One because Rogue One connects the prequels to like the current ones, right? And then you would have to, or Rogue One watches connects the prequels to the originals, and then you would have to watch the new ones after that to watch it in order. But I think it's really meant to be watched in the release date order. Got it. Got it. You're going to have struggles all over the place. You have, to, yeah, oh, I'm sure. you have to watch it as a kid because the original ones don't, the graphics, the stories are better, but the graphics are so not there yeah, that they use a lot of and stuff. Yeah. And then the first, I'm going to say the first two of the prequels were really not great. I oh. rather enjoy the third one because that's the one you get to see Darth Vader become Darth Vader. Like he's evil now and he's just doing all kinds of crazy things. Interesting. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, people get really pumped about the new ones, but I always kind of feel like I want more out of them, and I don't really get them. Hmm. Okay, that's an interesting perspective. Yeah. Which one had Darth Maul in it? The first of the prequels. Got it. I had that sword as a kid. I liked the double lightsaber. That was pretty cool. A lot cool. of people did. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty cool. Apparently in the cartoon, because the cartoon goes in with the movies, like it's canon and everything, and explains everything. Mm-hmm. And apparently the cartoon's really great, and you get to see do Darth Maul do some really crazy things. Uh, what Attack of the Clones, right? Is that what you're talking about? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the cartoon. Anyway, we just went on this whole <laughs> Star Wars tangent, and there was no Star Wars news at Comic Con, <coughs> but you know what there was a lot of news of Marvel news. But before we get to a lot of the Marvel news, you have some some DC stuff we need to go over. <laughs> real quick i mean because this is going to be predominantly a marvel um let's see here uh we know that uh doom patrol and titans and young justice all got renewed for new seasons which is exciting yeah um i know you haven't watched any of those shows yet but i have titans is coming out in september right i don't know the release date i think it was september 6th i remember saying yeah so soon good stuff yeah you know they got the harley quinn show uh, they they showed the they, they dropped the trailer i guess people at comic-con got to see the first episode from the trailer it is makes it a me show feel... or is it a movie it's a show is it yeah i thought it was a movie interesting pretty sure it's a show okay and it, it, i think it's more like a it's like a dc cartoon but it's more like a you know like a bob's burgers family guy american dad kind of humor to it interesting where it's yeah it does kind of seem a like kid's that. Show. She's, she's calling everybody a dickhead and yeah she's cursing and stuff <laughs> also the well, animation style is it's different i mean i guess it makes sense for like a harley quinn show but it's still like i don't know it threw me off a bit to see batman in that kind of animation style yeah so i don't know that, that'll that take some getting used to i think i'm sure i'll watch it yeah yeah. Fair enough. I'll give it a shot at least. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, what else, man? You know, they, they dropped trailers of Flash and of Arrow. I didn't watch either of them because I didn't, I kind of don't want to know what's coming. Okay. That's and fair. I'm not up to date on Arrow. I'm up to date on Flash, but. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on in either one um, of those shows. I saw who they're going to make the villain for the next season of Flash, but other than that, no, no idea. Yeah. I know that there's a lot of hype for this uh next crossover in the the cw universe and they i feel like they're really gonna go all out in it but everybody keeps talking about uh, i don't even know the actor's name do you know the actor's name brian something brian ruthel ruthie it's something uh, keep talking i'll look it up 
anyways, this guy's going to play Superman, which he already played Superman in the Superman Returns movie. Correct. So in the live action movie, now he's going to play in the show. I believe he's going to be the Red Sun Superman in the crossover event, which if you don't know anything about the Red Sun, check out our previous two episodes ago about alternate versions of Superman. and You'll get to hear all about it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, But yeah, so they're going to. And I saw a couple like, you know, him like answering some questions online. And he he seems like he's very excited because, you know, he got that role. He was about 24, 25 when he got the role of Superman. And he he was talking about how he thought when he was going into it that, uh, you know, he was going to be doing this for a while. Like he was going to get a couple movies. Didn't really work out that way for him. (laughs) Just got the one. Um, But now he got gets this. He's excited to have this like hello, goodbye. Yeah, um, to a character you got to play already once. His name is Brandon Routh. There you go. Yeah. Um, you know, doing Red Sun is that, that's a cool spin. I thought right? they were doing Kingdom Come. I could be wrong, because uh, from at least from what I saw, I didn't pay too much attention to anything else that was going on other than the Marvel panel. But didn't he come out in like a, a Kingdom Come shirt? Maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. Shows how much research you've done, Sean. <laughs> Jeez. Golly, we're supposed to be professionals, man. I told you I, I was going to let you the people, surprise me so that people can see my live action to all the crazy yeah, I got things all the surprises. Happened. I thought you could at least handle the DC part. It wasn't that much to handle. I think the important part is he's going to re He's going to be Superman again. What version yeah, of Superman? No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You know what? It would have been cool if this crossover event was the Superman from that Superman universe, the movie that he played. That would be a really cool spin. Well, I think that's why, um, I think he's going to be an older Superman. Cause like the kingdom come Superman is older. Right. So I think that's maybe why they, he did that, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. I would have loved if they got Tom Welling to come play Superman. He could be a Smallville Superman. Is that the guy who played him in Smallville? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know. See that name I have down. That's so weird, but all right. Um, but what else? I mean, I feel like that was the big DC things. You know, in the crossover event, they got uh, the guy that played Robin and the old Adam West uh, Batman. He's going to be in the Crisis of Infinity Earths crossover too, but they don't know what role he's playing. Interesting. They don't know if he's going to play like an old Robin. Hmm. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That was uh that was DC's Comic Con. That was it, huh? That was it. Wow. Um, okay. Oh, they got um we got another trailer for the Watchmen series that's coming to HBO. That's DC technically. Kinda, I think. Yeah, it yeah. is. But who cares about Watchmen? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Some people really love Watchmen, Sean. Right. Some people that's really fine. care about it. But yeah. So we're going to get a Watchmen TV series on HBO. They're hoping that it's going to draw in the same kind of audience that Game of Thrones did. But let's be real. That's not going to happen. So it's not that kind of attitude. I mean, I don't know. I was never on the Game of Thrones train, but. Yeah, neither was I. Apparently it's like life. You know, so, we really got to, we got to venture out to some other nerd realms. You know what we need? Not full time jobs. <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah, it's a lot harder to do that stuff when you want to do this and still work forty hours a week, Sean. 
This is true. This you got to sleep sometime. You know what? Because we definitely don't sleep on the days we record this. We just, we just got to play it while we're at work. Just got to set it up. Yeah. Just turn it on. Yeah, okay. Hope our bosses don't notice and just go that route. Or, or maybe we invite them to watch with us. Be like, hey, what are you doing right now? Interesting strategy. I got the popcorn. <laughs> this is all research. This is all research I got to do. Yeah. All right. So, are you ready for this? Yeah, hit me with some Marvel. All right, my man. I got. I wrote it all down because there's so much to go over. So much. So, a little introduction here. Um, well, actually, before we get into that, a couple things. Number one, I just wanted to bring this up. Wanted to do a little shout out. We got our first email. Woo! Our very first email. It was... In all fairness, it was the brother of a guest we had on the show. But you know what? I still respect him, and I appreciate him taking the time to type us an email because he could have easily just went to his brother and said some stuff. But he didn't. He was like, I'm going to actually shoot these guys an email, let them know how I feel. So shout out. How do you say his name? Basil. Basil Sharif. Shouts out to you, man. Uh, thanks yeah, for he, uh, thanks for your you know your input. Yeah, he listened to our uh, "What Makes a Hero a Hero" podcast, the one where we talked about what makes a hero a hero, a superhero, a villain, yada yada, antihero. We we broke those things down, and uh, he said he really enjoyed it. He um, he talked about his, his his thoughts on what makes a superhero super, and you know he Batman's one of his favorite characters, and he thinks that Batman doesn't cross the realm into superhero because he he's at the peak of things that exist so he like his wealth his his intellect are all things that have existed in the real world so he doesn't think that that crosses to the realm of super um and that uh villains are let's see what makes a villain though to me even villains that have self-justified motives aren't evil or villains they just have different point of views than heroes interesting point of view on that, that is- that's a great he feels the only true villain at least in the mainstream uh comic world is the joker because he doesn't really have any clear motives he just kind of wants to create chaos create chaos and havoc and yeah so yeah thanks basil man i appreciate we we appreciate you listening and hopefully you hear this so you you'll continue listening and and if anybody else wants to email us or reach out to us on Facebook or Twitter, uh, or, uh, I mean, I guess you could message us on Instagram if you really want to, but yeah, no, like slip into our DMs. Yeah. We're here. You know, we, we, we're waiting and we'll, you know, we'll be happy to give you a shout out on the show too. Yeah, definitely. And, and read whatever you may have wrote us as long as I love hearing other people's opinions and, you know, striking up conversations and, you know, so if you want to have some interaction with us, you know, definitely do it. Yeah, definitely. Because people always ask me, like, is it live? And it's like, well, no, that kind of defeats the purpose of a podcast. Um, I mean, you could have a live podcast, but most podcasts are pre-recorded. So no, it's not live, but yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll take a look at what you send us and we'll address it in an episode. So uh yeah thanks basil appreciate it so moving on um one of the biggest news newses one of the biggest pieces of news of the weekend is that avengers endgame is now the highest grossing movie of all time we made it 
We made it. We did it. We did it. I mean, we personally didn't do anything. No, but no. we did it. Without our review, <laughs> I would have never made it. That full two-parter, man. Yep. Review just the as review long, as the, long as the movie. <laughs> Without that, it wouldn't have made it. But no, man, they did it. Um, they were a little worried because, you know, they did that whole um, right before it left theaters or whatever. Like for its last like week or two in theaters, they decided they were going to release it with some extra content and whatnot. And um, after that initial weekend where they released it with that extra content, the next couple days, Spider-Man Far From Home was coming out. Like they released it the weekend and Spider-Man Far From Home was being released that following Tuesday. So it didn't have that much time to close that gap that it had, had not reached to reach um, Avatar. So people were really like, yeah, nope, it's probably not going to happen. They're probably not going to do it, but fucking proved them wrong, man. They did it. (laughs) Like, yeah, they made it happen, man. So that's, that's a big thing, man. You know, like, we now live in a society where the highest grossing movie of all time is a superhero movie. Like, that's crazy. It's a great time to be alive. It is, man. Like, over 2.7, I think, $7.5 billion. Like, that's going to be sitting there for a while, dude. Like, I can't even, like, imagine what could possibly take the title away from them at this point maybe another superhero movie maybe right but it's hard to think that they're gonna get another like avengers movie to that level yeah i know because that was 10 years 22 movies in the making like there's been nothing like that in history and it deserves to have that top spot and it's gonna be there for a very long time like a, a really long time maybe avatar 2 might take it down but I don't know. I doubt it. It's not going to. Yeah, I doubt it. So, hey, congratulations, Marvel. You did that. And boy, Sean, are they not slowing down. They're like, nope, we're not slowing down. We thought, I thought, that maybe Phase 4 was like, well, what do we got coming? We're losing most of the characters. We're losing most of the cast. Is there really that much story left to tell? Oh, they got stories. They got stories for days. So, here we are. (laughs) Marvel made its grand return back to Hall H at San Diego Comic-Con. They weren't there last year, or I think the previous year they weren't there either. They might have been. I don't know. I know for people were thinking that they were going to switch over to Disney's big expo, because Disney does the D3 expo, I think it's called. Um, So, they thought that they were just going to just do that and not do San Diego Comic-Con anymore, but... Kevin Feige came on back, and boy, did he bring a lot of people with him. So, we're going to run down the all the big announcements, which are mostly just what we're going to be seeing in Marvel Phase 4. So, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. I know you know some of these things, but I'm going to try to... I know. I feel like I know a big chunk of them. Yeah, no, I know you do. But I'm going to try to provide you with some details and some extra stuff that you may not That's have good. known. Because I was avoiding so the I details. surprise you. So talk for Can a second. Can we start with Thor? Do we have to go in order? Because mm. I feel like I want to talk about Thor first. Because I've been hearing some things. No, but I haven't been reading some We're things. going in order, big homie. You know, well, where's, where's Thor on the list? How long do I have Thor? Last, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let the suspense build. Here we go. Starting 
at the top, Marvel Phase 4, we're getting the Black Widow solo movie in May Woo! May 1st of 2020. Only took like 10 years. So how, how do you feel about this? So you know what? It's going to take place between the events of Civil War. So after Civil War, but before Infinity War. So it is a prequel because, of course, everybody's going to be like, well, she she's dead. She died. Like, where... Where are we gonna Where are we gonna see her? It's a prequel. It's not. It doesn't seem like it's gonna be an origin story, but it is a prequel. I mean, how do you? How does it? How do you feel about prequels? Like we saw this character die. It's not like we just she her story ended. Like she died. You know what I mean? And now we're gonna see her again. Like I'm okay with the prequel. You know what? But the time period they just selected, I think, is weird. I think if we gave. Not necessarily an origin story, but we got to see a little bit of her, like her past a little bit more. Like that could be an interesting movie. Yeah. Cause they've like have hinted to like things in her past, but they haven't really shown us like, how did she get so skilled? We haven't seen that. That's true. Um, the time period though, like, isn't she with captain America? Yeah. I mean, they were on the run together, so I'm not entirely sure how this part's going to go. I mean, are we going to see them break the other heroes out of jail? I don't know. I don't know. This is what Without we know. Captain America, it doesn't make sense. Because Chris <laughs> Evans is not going to come back for this movie. I don't think he is either. Uh, but here's what we know. So it's going to take place, like I said, in that time frame. Um, it looks like there are going to be some flashbacks of like her past and like what she went through in the Red Room or whatever when she got her ovaries cut out. You know, all that stuff. All that, all that real sad, depressing stuff. Um when she went from shooting targets to shooting a man in the head, all that stuff. It's going to make us real sad. We're going to see some of those things. Um, we also are going to see... Should make it rated R. They should make it rated R, but apparently it's going to be really brutal, and I'm getting to that. We're going to see... Um, I forgot the character's name, and I can't remember the actress who's playing her, but she is basically like a sister figure to Natasha. Um, so I guess they, they grew up both. They both grew up in the red room. They were trained the same way. They grew up together. So she's going to be kind of like a like a sister figure. Like at some point, they actually, I think is they call each other. Sickness. No, she is not going to be the villain. Taskmaster is actually going to be the villain. Okay. You want to tell us about Taskmaster? Sure. Taskmaster is um, a character in the Marvel Universe who has photographic reflexes. So... He's known for mimicking the fight styles of any opponent that he is fighting, which I think makes a really interesting villain for Black Widow, right? Because her whole thing is like she's very skilled at like that. That's how she's been. That's how she's managed to make it through all of these movies without just being murdered immediately is because she's very skilled at fighting. Right. Right. Uh, But now she's going up against an opponent who can mimic and memorize her moves so like he can predict her her fight pattern he can mimic the moves that she does and almost do it at the same time that she does it and he can do this with pretty much anybody so he mimics a lot of characters he actually has a um a shield similar to captain america's that he's able to throw like captain america can throw his things like that so okay yeah pretty cool right um so yeah, so we know that's he's gonna be the villain of the series, which is or the of the movie, which is cool. I like that. I like that casting, or I like that choice. Um, we're gonna see David Harbor as well. 
So I don't know if you know who David Harbour is. I do not. You watch Stranger Things? Oh, yes, I do know. Yeah, so he plays Hopper in Stranger right. Things. He was also Hellboy in the latest shitty ass Hellboy movie we saw. <laughs> he was he was in Oh my god, is that gonna be our new Suicide Squad where we have to keep mentioning how bad that movie was? Oh my god, it's so terrible. But yeah, he played Hellboy too, and he's gonna be in this movie, which surprised me a lot. I was not expecting to see him in this, and then I'm like, okay, he's gonna be in this movie, but who the hell is he gonna play? His character's name is Alexi, which in the comic books He's also known as Red Guardian, which is basically just the Russian version of Captain America. Hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, during the panel, he had on a blazer with a Captain America shirt underneath it. And somebody mentioned the shirt to him. And he was like, he said in like a Russian accent, like, I got a real problem with this guy. (laughs) Yeah, because... I don't know. I guess he's going to have like some kind of thing against Captain America. But basically, Red Guardian was created to be Russia's version of Captain America. So he is basically just like Captain America, just from Russia. So, I mean, that seems cool. Um, it looks like they're going to be getting him in, whipping him back into shape because I don't know what he does. I don't know if like, because I guess he kind of got in shape for Hellboy, but a part of it was also like a rubber suit. And clearly, he's very slubby in fucking Stranger Things. So, I don't know where he is. Like, when I saw him, he looked like he was in a weird in-between. So, I guess they're going to get him in shape. And, I mean, he's a relatively larger dude. So, I I think he'll look the part um, once they get him abs or whatever. But, yeah, I don't know. That's going to be interesting. And to see how they put him into... This movie, I'm curious to see like what, how big of a role he's gonna play, and what he's gonna do. You know, if we're gonna see him in in this all red spandex like Captain America like suit, I can't picture it. Yeah, it's tough, right? Yeah. I mean, he was just all red for Hellboy. Right, but I don't know. It's different. Yeah, it is definitely different. Um, and then so. This was the only movie there. So it's currently filming, like, right now. Like, they were filming the movie. They flew to San Diego to do this panel and do some interviews and stuff. And then they flew right back to... Their, I guess they're filming it in London. They flew right back to London afterwards to finish filming the movie. So it's in production right now. Okay. Uh, it's going to be the first movie we get next year. Um, they, this is the only movie at the panel that they actually show like footage of footage from. So we didn't get to see the footage. I didn't get to see the footage. I tried to find it leaked. Couldn't find it, but I found a bunch of descriptions. So I'm going to try to break it down to you right now. You ready? All right. So I saw the beginning part. They show a montage of like, I didn't see the, like the new stuff, but the beginning part, they basically show a montage of black widow from like when she first appeared in Iron Man two. To like when she was in Endgame. And then they show like the logo for the new movie. And then they go into. And I'm going to try to just do this from memory. But they. Then they go into a scene. Where Black Widow. she It starts off by saying she's like. I used to have nothing. Now I have this family. Or something along those lines. So we're feeling the effects of like. You know she's not she's, alone she's anymore. She's in Endgame. Does she? Pretty sure. Oh, maybe that's where they took it from. Maybe they just took it right out of Endgame. Um, so we see her in Budapest. Big banner comes across the screen that says Budapest. So we know she's in Hawkeye? Budapest. No, he was not in the scene at least. 
she's in Budapest. We see her walking through like a rundown like apartment building with her gun like um out in front of her. So she's like walking with a gun like ready to shoot. And she says something along the lines of so do you want to do this? Do you want to do you want to do this like this or do you want to talk like adults or something like that? And um, it's the, the the woman I was telling you about earlier that's going to be like a sister figure to her. Right. Who's also in that apartment building with a gun drawn. And we we see them like. Like see each other, like come face to face and they both steal each other's gun with like some maneuver that they know. <laughs> And so now they have each other's gun and then they steal each other's gun right back. (laughs) And then they like stare at each other for a second. And then like a fight scene breaks out. And apparently this is going to have the same kind of fights that uh, Captain America, the winter soldier had like that really like hand to hand kind of down and dirty kind of fight fighting, but more brutal apparently. So I know you're saying it should be rated R. It seems like they're really going to be pushing the boundaries of this PG-13. Right. Like some of the stuff they they described her doing, like she wraps a, a towel around her around the chick's head and like smashes it against a sink. And um, the the other chick, she like smashes a plate against Black Widow's head and then like cuts her with like a kitchen knife. And then, like, the fight scene ends with them, like, choking each other out with, like, a shower curtain or something like that. And so they're both unconscious. Uh, And then it skips to them, like, in a bar having a drink together, saying, like, it's always good to see family or it's always good to see you, sis, or something (laughs) like that. Um, So that was kind of, like, the fight scene they described. And then the rest was just, like, montages of, like, action sequences. Like, she's on a motorcycle. She's in Budapest. Um... We see that Taskmaster has a tank, because why not? Just like kind of, I guess like uh, Crossbones did. Yeah. So another another guy with a tank. Uh, they have a fight scene on a bridge, just like in The Winter Soldier, I guess. Huh. There's a lot of parallels to these movies. So we're just going to watch The Winter Soldier again? Yeah. So there's a fight scene on a bridge. And yeah, that's about what I remember from that description. All right. What do you think? I'm excited for it. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think that they feel the pressure of this one. You know what I mean? Because, like, a they're coming off the back of some pretty big stuff, right? With right. Endgame and then Far From Home doing as well as it's doing. Like Black Widow's no Spider Man. You know what I mean? Like character wise, she's no Spider Man. Like uh, Scarlett Johansson has made that character very popular. One, because it's fucking Scarlett Johansson. Like, <laughs> like let's just be honest, you know? And the other thing is, obviously, she's been intertwined into these Marvel movies. Yeah, she's been building that character she, yeah, up for years. She has. Um, so we're taking a step back from where she ultimately was in Endgame. But maybe we're kind of seeing the path of what got her to a point where she felt as though she she was ready and willing to sacrifice herself for everyone else. And apparently we're going to kind of see that unfold in this movie and how she ended up at a point like that. So, I mean, that's cool. But what I was saying was 
there's there's kind of a bit of pressure on this movie because I mean it's the second female led MCU movie, so we already had Captain Marvel, but we're gonna have this. But again, she's a much more well known female character in the MCU than Captain Marvel was. Captain Marvel kind of had not much riding on it just because it was like, well, we don't know this character. Right. We know Black Widow. We've seen her multiple times. And the audiences, like, I fully believe that one of the reasons why they're making this movie is because people kept asking for it. So now it's like, now you're, you're giving into what fans want. So you kind of feel the pressure of like, oh man, like this is a female led movie. We're not going to have any of the other Avengers. Like is Black Widow going to be able to stand her on, on her own? Like there's, a, there's, there's quite a bit to it. So yeah, I think they're going to really try to bring their A game with this one and try to, and it's, it's a prequel. It's not a sequel. It's not an origin story. Like it's in a weird time frame. Like, so I think they're really going to try to bring their A game with this one. I think it'll be good. Yeah. I think it would be a mistake not to have any other Avenger characters in it, though. I think so, too. But I don't know, man. I mean, maybe they will. Who knows? Just get Hawkeye in there. It makes sense. Yeah, at least Hawkeye. Hawkeye would definitely make sense. For sure. For sure. All right, cool. So we got next. Next up in 2020. Um, So they... It wasn't just movie announcements. We got some show announcements. So another fucking streaming service we're going to have to pay for, which is coming (laughs) out next year, is Disney fucking Plus. Because, of course, Disney had to have their own streaming service. They couldn't just leave the shit on Netflix. They had to have their own streaming service. So now we're getting the Disney streaming service. It's probably going to be like $18 a month or whatever. It's going to give us access to all the Disney movies, I'm assuming, and exclusive content, including Marvel content. So here we are with our first Disney Plus series, which is going to come out fall of next year, which is going to be the Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, we know it's coming, so it's not like Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I just <laughs> that's, that's thought like, okay. some more. Okay, yeah. Did, did so we get any details? Um, A little bit. So... I mean, the panel consisted of Kevin Feige announced it. We had Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan both come out onto the stage. Anthony Mackie was holding Captain America's shield. He handed it to Sebastian Stan, and then he, he took it back. So, I don't know. Maybe they're kind of hinting at the fact that there's going to be a little bit of, maybe a little bit of a, a tug of war between, like, the shield and, like. Or maybe Anthony Mackie was just being an ass. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Look. There's a lot of stuff that we have to overanalyze, and this is just one of those things, right? <laughs> we got to do it. Um, so maybe that's kind of saying that there's going to be a little bit of struggle there. Um, I don't. It seemed pretty clear from Endgame that the Winter Soldier doesn't want to be Captain America. I don't think that's the case. He never really wanted to be Captain America, even when he took it up in the comic books. He didn't want to be Captain America. He just felt like he needed to be to carry on that legacy, right? Um, so I think it's probably going to be along the same lines, but maybe there's going to be like this aspect of the Falcon is very unsure of himself and if he can actually take on such a large mantle and maybe the winter soldier is going to serve as somewhat of like a, a mentorish figure to him, but at the same time still be struggling with like his own com- conflictions, you know? Right. I don't know. Like I said, I'm speculating here, but we're supposed to do this. 
Do we get anything about a villain or anything? Yeah. So it's going to be Zemo. The, All right. Yeah, I from Civil know, War. It's going to be the same character. Maybe they could do him better this time. Yeah, the same actor. He's going to reprise the role, apparently, as well. Can we get him the purple suit? We are going to get a com- comic book accurate mask for... No, we're not. <laughs> they said mask. I don't know if they mean the whole suit, but I mean, really, his suit's just the mask anyway, so... But we're going to get a comic accurate mask for Baron Zemo. Even though his name technically isn't Baron Zemo in this movie or in Civil War or in the show, is they just called him Zemo. Um, yeah, we're going to get to see him in that purple sock mask. So I wonder what his motivation is going to be to like fight Falcon and Winter Soldier. Or I don't know. He's like, maybe it has nothing to do with them. Like They're just like the two that caught wind and they're going to go and try to stop it. I think I'm more curious as to where he comes from. You know what I mean? Because like, this is going to take place after the events of Endgame. So like last time we saw him was in Civil War where Black Panther stopped him from killing himself. So right. I'm assuming he's in a Wakandan prison somewhere. Maybe. Because he killed, I mean, he killed the king of Wakanda. I imagine got blipped he, out and then blimped back in. Mm, good point, good point. Maybe that is what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Interesting. We got blipped back in, the jail door was open. <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> I guess I can go then. Um, I'm free. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's really about all we got. Uh, they showed a little teaser clip or whatever, but I didn't get to see that. So, yeah, that's that's we'll really see it. In a couple months, they we'll talk about it. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie both said that they are going to be further exploring the characters and like what makes them tick and all this other stuff. So, yeah, seems exciting. Do you feel like Falcon should be a younger character? Um. Cause I feel like in the comic books and everything, he's he's younger than the Falcon that we have. I could see that, yeah. He, he you know what bothers me about Anthony Mackie as Falcon? What? And now soon to be Captain America. He's not big enough. In the comic books, Falcon at times is physically larger than Captain America. Like taller. And like Anthony Mackie's so small. <laughs> and I just feel like he doesn't fit the size of like a Captain America Falcon. But that's just maybe he's really going to hit the gym for this movie. Maybe. Cuz they are like when, <laughs> when we look at the Marvel movies, they are clearly the people who are like, "Okay, you clearly have worked out for this movie." And there are other people where it's like you you didn't do much more than what you normally do. And he <laughs> always seems to fall in that category to me. Like, I could tell he, he probably on his own works out regularly. But, like, not like... He definitely doesn't go through, like, a Chris Evans kind of workout regimen. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like, we got to really, like, get you buff. Like, he just seems like he's just regular. What do you think about the fact that it's called Falcon and Winter Soldier and not Captain America and Winter Soldier? Well, in the logo... There is like uh, a Captain America um, or like a American flag kind of symbol in it. So I think the reason why they're calling it the Falcon and Winter Soldier is because this is the evolution of Falcon becoming and stepping into the role of Captain America. You think he's going to put on the suit in the, in the show? I would hope so. With the wings, I would hope he... 
would put on the like Sam Wilson Captain America suit. So the the patriotic like the wings painted red, white, and blue with the suit and the shield. I hope so. Or else, what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, what are we, what are we, what are we really doing then? Yeah, if we're not doing that. So, yeah. Anything else on this one? No. All right, cool. So next up, man, we're only like two in. Um, yeah, we got to pick up the pace. Yeah. That's we got the Eternals. Yeah, we can power run right through this. Yeah. <laughs> I have zero strong feelings about the internal. I don't even know much about the internals. Me neither. Uh, I kind of know. I. I I know a little bit about them. They're basically like, ah, they are super powered humans. They're like a a different evolution of human that have lived on earth amongst humans for basically since they were their creations and they're immortal. Hence the name eternals. Uh, they're, the way they explained in the comic books when Jack Kirby created them is that um, there were like the Celestials did something to Earth where there were still just apes on the planet. And they did something to the apes, which caused them to evolve into three separate species. One species was human, obviously. One species was the Eternals and one species was the... Um, the deviants i think it is i think it's the deviants okay um and then humans obviously took over the earth the eternals there were less of them but they were more so they were humans that were basically closer to gods is like the way they described it i think like similar like to the new gods of like dc kind of yeah 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 and then the deviants took uh took to underground like closer to the core of the earth because like all they really wanted to do was like create weapons and cause war. Um, fun fact: Thanos is a member of the Deviant race. So Thanos is originally from Earth. Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Which means that maybe, maybe, but with this movie, we'll get a little bit more of Thanos. Like maybe a little bit more of his origin, where he came from. Or just an appearance from him in some way, shape, or form because he is a part. Because I got to imagine that that's going to be the villains of this movie, the deviant race. They're probably going right. to try to come up and take over Earth or whatever, and the Turtles are going to emerge and like have to stop it. stop them. In the comics, some of the Eternals don't even know that they're Eternals. They just think they're normal people. Um, and then they find out that they have powers. They find out they're immortal, all this other stuff. The other thing is that they all pretty much have the same abilities. Like some have different special abilities, but for the most part, they all have super strength, flight, vulnerability, immortality, like all that stuff. So the most interesting thing about this movie, though, I would say. So it comes out November 6th of 2020. So next year, we're getting Black Widow in May. We're getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier like mid-year so or fall. So I'd imagine like September, October. And then we're getting the Eternals in November. They did get Angelina Jolie for this movie. There was a bunch of rumors saying that she was going to be in this movie. They did actually get her. She was there at the panel, which is kind of crazy. Like, they are not fucking around with getting, like, <laughs> A-list actors for these movies. Yeah. Pretty soon, there aren't going to be any left. Like, because they're just fucking, like... It, it. And it almost seems like a lot of these people who I never thought would be in a Marvel movie are like, yeah, I... 
how can you not do a Marvel movie at this point? <laughs> like, look at all the fucking money they're making. Like, of course I'm going to do a Marvel movie. Why wouldn't I do a Marvel movie, right? Um, female director on this, which is interesting. Um, I like it. The other thing about it is, so they brought out the whole cast and they announced everybody who was going to be whichever character. I don't know the characters at all. The only one I know is Icarus. Other than that, I don't know any of the other characters. But we're gonna have to read some comics before this movie comes oh, out. Oh yeah, definitely. There's not a ton of Eternal comics, so it should be easy. Um, but yeah, we definitely will. But they announced each character one by one and who's gonna be playing them. There is no member of this cast that is. The, there are no two members that are the same race. They're all different. I'm all about diversity There's in these movies. A white actor, a black actor, a um, uh, Indian one, uh, a Hispanic one. Um, I mean, like an Asian one. Like everybody's represented. They're all there. Not only, they even have a deaf actress who is playing a deaf character. About time. Like crazy, right? I was like, what? Like, cause she. They asked her a question during the panel and I saw her starting to sign and like you, I heard someone talking. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, does she just know sign language? And she's just like taking it upon herself to like translate for somebody. And then I'm like, wait, no, she is deaf. And somebody was translating for her as she was signing. I'm like, that's crazy. (laughs) And they were talking about like, what is it? What is it like to be a deaf actress and playing a deaf character? Like, that's what's really making Marvel win right there. Shit like that. You know what I mean? Like they were just like, no, we're not going to get someone who can actually hear to play a deaf character. We're going to get a deaf actress to play a deaf character. Like it's like, yeah, you know, that's exactly what you should do. It's easy. That's what you should have been doing this whole time. It's so crazy. Like, yeah, that's what you should do. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't, I don't think there was anything wrong with like uh, Charlie Cox playing Daredevil. Like, he's not really blind, but he was playing a blind character. Whatever. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But the fact that they went that extra step to be like, no, you know what? We're gonna find a deaf actress who can play this role, and they fucking did it. They should have just got a deaf or a blind character to play Daredevil. Yeah, I feel like actor. The only thing about that is that I feel like it'd be a lot tougher. Just because all the fight scenes and the choreography. Stunt double. Yeah, I know. It could be a stunt double. But there's some stuff they do on their own. Yeah, they could have made it happen, though. I'm sure they could have. But to be fair, it wasn't the same Marvel that was overseeing the shows that it was the movies. And we're going to get to that later. Uh, So, yeah. Eternals, what do you think? You excited for this? I'm pretty excited. I'm excited. Um, I'm, so thus far, I'm more excited about Black Widow. I'm going to put them in order of my excitement. All right, fair so enough. I'm more excited for Black Widow. Okay. So far, I'm most excited for the Falcon Winter Soldier series. I don't know if I was going to include the TV shows. No, you have to. They're tied in. All right, so I'm going to go Falcon, then Winter Soldier, then Eternals. Okay, right. So basically, in the order we've gotten, you mean Black Widow? So Falcon and Winter Type. Soldier, Black Widow, yes, and then Eternals. No, 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 no. Black Widow first. Oh, and then Winter Soldier, Falcon, and then Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, 
I wasn't that excited for this movie, but now seeing like the cast and like the diversity that they're going for, like yeah, no, you just you built my excitement. Yeah, I'm right pretty now. excited for it now. Um, cool. Next up, so now we're in 2021. Interesting. We got Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So by the way, they're really going all out with some of these titles of these movies. <laughs> like some of them are real fucking intense. This is where it starts. So it's Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. February 12th, 2021. What I'm most excited for in this movie is that we are going to see the real fucking Mandarin. Really? Yeah. It's official. They've casted him. They showed us who they cast. They did a whole thing. I mean, it felt like it was official last time. Yeah, no, it's for real, for real this time. They did a whole thing. Kevin Feige did a whole little montage showing like, hey, we know you kept seeing this symbol. You saw it in Iron Man 1. You saw it in, um, there was even a character in Ant-Man that had a Ten Rings tattoo on his neck. We saw it in the short All Hell the King. Like, we know he really exists. We're really going to get to see him now. I think it was a good idea to introduce him in this movie as a villain for this character because otherwise I don't know who else would have been his because villain. Iron Man's dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that too. And like, I, th- I feel like he'll serve as a better villain for this character than he would have for Iron Man. Isn't he traditionally an Iron Man villain? He is traditionally an Iron Man villain. He was introduced in an Iron Man comic book, but his powers are based in like myth and legend and martial arts. So it makes she I feel like sense. he could also be a Doctor Strange villain. He could be, yeah. But he's gonna be Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu's villain. Yeah. I'm least excited for this. N- Who really? even is this guy? Shang Chi, the master of Kung Fu? Yeah. He's like Iron Fist, but without the fist. Right. And he's way better Why at martial arts. Why didn't they just arts. do Iron Fist? Because he's way better at martial arts and they already did Iron Fist on TV. They could have done it better. They probably could have. And who knows? We might see an Iron Fist in this one. But again, I mean, they they went all out. You know, they. <laughs> so the funny one about this one is that. So they did their panel, I believe, on Saturday. They cast the guy to play Shang-Chi on Tuesday. And then they flew him out and was like, you got to do this panel. <laughs> And then they flew him out. And now he's ready to go. But I mean, he was uh, he's already done a lot of stunt work. He's in he's in uh, a Chinese actor. He's got abs already. He's already in good shape. He seems like he's going to be pretty solid. I mean, he doesn't have like a big body of work. He hasn't done a ton of stuff. But I mean, that, that doesn't mean yeah. anything, you know? Like, seems like he's going to be pretty solid and... He's really excited for the role, so that's good. And they got a, a Chinese director too, so that's awesome. Who uh, he's he's done a lot of writing stuff. He worked on like Godzilla. Um, I think he did one of the Fast and Furious movies, so he's used to action and stuff. Um, but yeah, you know, pretty exciting. And like I said, they're gonna be bringing in the Mandarin for sure. He's going to be the villain of this movie, which means they're probably going to have some tie-ins to Iron Man 3, stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll see the fake Mandarin again. Yeah. And it's also, 
the other thing about some of these movies is like I really hope that they're just like yeah we're gonna we're gonna have some other characters in them you know what I mean like he doesn't need to be by himself we could see another Marvel character in in the movie with him you know what I mean right. like um so yeah fun stuff there uh so yeah February twentieth sorry February twelfth twenty twenty one we're gonna see that so first movie of twenty twenty one. That's when that's going to be. Then we got another series coming out in spring 20 of 21. So I'm guessing it's going to be around between like April and May. Um, we're getting WandaVision. How do you feel about that name? I kind of like it. Yeah. I dig it. That's WandaVision. Fine, yeah. WandaVision. It's like Wanda's got special vision, but it's not it's vision the character. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. So this is the show about Scarlet Witch and the vision and like their relationship and stuff. Apparently, it is going to take place after the events of Endgame, which I don't know how that's going to work because Vision did not come so back. He's going to rebuild them finally. Maybe. Uh, it's who supposed knows to take who? on like. It's probably going to be Iron Man. Yeah. Like, know. we're probably like, he did it already. And like, he's Vision's just been like not active in like Iron Man's basement this whole time. Like, yeah. Like, he was sitting next to him while he was figuring out how to do time travel in about 10 minutes. And he was, he was just there. in that same basement. Great. Um, so he's, it's going to have like a 1950s kind of vibe to it. Uh, it's supposed to take inspiration from the latest vision series where he had like a family and stuff. I haven't read that series. I hear it's really good though. So you should probably check it out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. There's not a ton to say about this. We don't know a lot about it. We know that Paul Bettany is going to play the vision again. We know that Elizabeth Olsen is going to play Scarlet Witch. The biggest thing about this one for me that got me most excited is that we're going to see Monica Rambeau, which, A, was the little girl from Captain Marvel, and B, is the girl who becomes Spectre as well as Captain Marvel in the comic books. So, we talked about Spectre. I specifically talked about Spectre in our top 10 female comic book characters episode a couple weeks back that we did with Vivian. If you haven't checked that one out, go check it out so you know who we're talking about. <laughs> but that's pretty fucking exciting to me. I was yeah. like, oh, okay, cool. Because they had her in Captain Marvel. They dropped that Easter egg of her. And now we're going to get to see her become a real character. And they brought out the the woman who's going to be playing like the adult version who's going to be playing Monica Rambeau. So we're going to see Spectre. So that's pretty exciting. Yeah. I was like, I was like thrown off for a second. I was like, how is she gonna be older? And then I was like, wait, that was a. At first, I was like, wait, it's been five years. And then I was like, no. On top of that, five years, I was also a prequel in the original yeah. when we saw her. Ah, she's much older. Never much mind. Older. Yeah, that was nineteen ninety five. Yeah, when we saw Captain Marvel. So, yeah, that's probably the most exciting part about that for me. Uh, next up, also in spring twenty twenty one, we got the Loki series. Now this is gonna take place. Right where in Endgame, where we see Loki uh, pop off with the Tesseract, it's going to showcase like the shenanigans that he gets into after he leaves. Super pumped. Yeah. Seems like it's going to be real entertaining. Tom Hiddleston's going to reprise his role, obviously. Yeah. Avi, who else is going to play him? But yeah, I mean, we're just going to see him get into a bunch of shenanigans, basically. Um, kind of go through. Be cool if they get Thor in there. I'm sure they will. They gotta. I'm. I'd imagine they get at least some cameos from a lot of the characters, right? Um, just because he's probably gonna be popping in and out of Marvel movies, or at the very least, 
they'll do like a, a end game kind of thing where we see him in the background in the event of what has happened in some of the other movies. Right. So yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah. I'm excited for most of the like series. Honestly. Fairly evil. Yeah, definitely. Too. Cause like, this, yeah, this version of Loki isn't the version we saw killed by Thanos. Right. Uh, in, in the beginning of infinity war, like he hasn't gone through everything he's gone through and all that other stuff. Actually, this Loki hasn't even taken over, uh, Asgard. Yeah, he's not like, any of that. Yeah, he hasn't done. This Loki was about to spend some time in jail. Yeah, yeah. So, and then all of a sudden he gets his tesseract and he's he's out. So, good stuff there. Um, next up in May of 2021, we get we're gonna. So here's another crazy title: Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Just madness. Yeah, just straight up madness. <laughs> So interesting thing about this one is that it's actually going to be more of a horror movie. That's what I heard. That yeah. I know. Yeah. The director, uh, I think his name is Scott Dickerson or something like that. I feel like that's very wrong, but I'm going to look it up as I'm talking. Um, he also directed the first Doctor Strange movie, but he's known for um, horror movies. So do you know what horror movies he's done? Uh let's find out. Doctor Strange on the spot here. director. That's a cool twist though. I mean Oh yeah, I was right. Scott Derrickson. Uh let's see. Do, 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 you definitely do. said Dickerson before. I did say Dickerson, but it's Derrickson. Uh but that's okay. I was gonna say I'm excited to see like a different form of a superhero movie. We talked about this in the past. I mean, that's kind of what I was excited for Brightburn and Brightburn was not great. No, it wasn't. Um, and the new mutants I was excited for it and it doesn't seem like we're really going to get that movie. No, but I'm sure we're going to get this Dr. Strange movie. Definitely. Definitely. So he's done sinister. He's done the exorcism. He's done sinister Two. deliver us from evil. Uh, yeah. All right. Hellraiser. Yeah, he's done quite a few horror movies, actually. Like, Doctor Strange is, like, one of the only non-horror movies he's done. Uh, maybe not. But, yeah, he's done a lot of horror movies. So, looks like this one's going to be more so horror. It, it clearly looks like it's going to take place in the multiverse. What multiverse? I don't. I don't know. Yeah, there's a lot. I think of, that's frustrating when they have that in the title because I was like, oh, there's a there's a multiverse, and then we saw Spider Man, and then I was like, yeah, there's no multiverse, and yeah, and I was like, hey, there's a multiverse again. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. So it's gonna be a horror movie, which isn't like, I don't know. I guess I'm not like overly joyed about that. I'm just kind of like, ah, eh, well, we'll see. Um, I don't know how well that's going to mix. I guess if they had to do it with any character, it would be Doctor Strange. When I think of, I don't know, and it's still going to be PG-13, so I mean, I, I don't, it's probably not going to be too over-the-top crazy, but that's kind of, but the other thing is that Scarlet Witch is going to be in this movie, and it looks like she's going to play a pretty big role. That's so exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. I wanted like to they were, do some crazy, scary things. Yeah, they were on stage, and uh, Kevin Feige was said something along the lines of like, you know, we know Doctor Strange is a sorcerer, but what's a sorcerer without a witch? Welcome back, Elizabeth Olsen to the stage, who's gonna be reprising her role as Scarlet Witch in the Doctor Strange movie. 
awesome. Crazy. Man, and, I would have been so pumped to watch that. And sit in the crowd and then like see yeah. her come out. I'd be like, ah, ah, woo. <laughs> the other thing is that it's going to take, it's going to draw directly from the WandaVision series. So like what we see her go through in that series is going to play directly into the movie. So these, these series are going to be tied directly into what happens in the movies. I mean, that's the way it should be. It should be. So we're finally going to get that, that synergy between the TVs and the movies. Here's, there's an upside and a downside to this, right? The upside is obviously like, okay, cool. Like now these series don't mean any, like they actually mean something. They're not just like throwaway series, right? Right. They're going to like tie into something greater, which is super fucking cool to see. The downside, a couple things. Number one now it's like, how lost is one going to be if they don't want to watch the series? You know, because some people, they just want to watch these movies because they're movies. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's two, two and a half hours of your time. You watch the movie. You're done with it. Now we're talking about we're going to have full limited series, which I imagine is going to be a few hours at a time. And they're going to tie directly into the movies. So if yeah, you miss the show, some people missing some things. Yeah, for sure. Just people that are not going to want to watch. Some people just like they watch the Marvel movies just one time every so often. They'll go. Maybe they'll see in theaters. Maybe when it hits Netflix, they watch it. Yeah. And they're still very much in the, the story, but they're not like crazy about it. And they're not going to go watch a show. Right. They're probably not even going to know the show exists. That's true. That's true. So I don't know, man. It, it can be an upside. It can be a downside. I don't know. I don't know. I guess it's too early to tell. I mean, I obviously, people like us, we love the idea. It's super exciting, yeah. right, to see that, um, to get that extra from them. But I don't know. I, I don't know if I necessarily see it hurting them in the long run. I don't think it's going to stop people from going to see the movies. But I could create a bit of a fatigue, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, now you're telling me in order for me to understand what's going on in this movie, not only do I have to watch the previous movies, but I got to watch the TV series as well. And the fact that it's going to be on a new streaming platform that like everybody's going to have to start paying for it. Because, again, it's not like it's on a Netflix where most people have that already. Right. It's going to be like, here's a new platform on top of your Netflix that you're already paying for. Now you got to pay for this to watch this show to understand what's going on in this movie. Yeah. You know... Suck it up, people. It's exciting. Yeah, I know. Us nerds are going to enjoy it. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so, yeah. That's that's all I really got on that. I don't, I don't. There's not much else we know. Horror movie, Scarlet Witch is going to be in it. I think that's enough. I'm more excited about it now than I was 10 minutes ago. Yeah, so. I think that's enough. And it's going to have that crazy title. All right. Next up in 2021, we got another series. This is probably the most interesting series I think that they announced, which is the What If series. Now, there is a line of uh, issues in the comic books, in Marvel Comics, titled What If, where they look at a classic storyline and they explore what if something about it happened differently. So, for example, one of the big ones is what if instead of Steve Rogers getting the super soldier serum, um, what's her face? Uh, Peggy Carter got it instead. 
and she became like a Captain America, right? Or what if there were different members of the Fantastic Four or just like things like that, like all stories where it's like it's just usually just one issue it's at a like time. Else worlds, yeah, it's like Else worlds basically. Yeah, it's one issue at a time where something different happened than it normally did, and just like explores like okay, what what would kind of fall into place after that? So this is gonna be an animated series, which I think is the most interesting part about it. They're not gonna go live action, which helps, I think, because now they can kind of do whatever they want to do because they won't have that restriction of of a budget, right? Like if you do a live action what if series, now you're working, you have to work with this budget. And I mean, I'm sure they're going to have huge budgets for some of this stuff, but this one I'd imagine was probably a little harder to pitch as well as, yeah, having having that animation allows you to do a lot more than what you would in live yeah, action. We'll probably see a lot more things that we wouldn't see in live action. Like, yeah, definitely. Seem to, you think they're going to get the, the actors to be the voice actors? They are. It is 100% confirmed. They put up a list of all the people who are going to be reprising their roles as the voice roles, and it's pretty much everybody. I mean, even people that have died, like... They put up a picture of Michael B. Jordan, so we know he's going to be returning as Eric Killmonger. They put up a picture of Josh Brolin, so we know he's going to do some more Thanos stuff. Like, everybody was up there. Karen... Robert uh, Downey? Robert Downey Jr., I believe, was there. Get out of um, here, really? I think so. I have to double check. And Chris Evans? Chris Evans, yep. Um, Jeremy Renner. Yeah, I mean, most of them were up there, so... More excited about it now. Yeah, everybody's going to be pretty much reprising their role, so that's good. Uh, it's going to be narrated by Uatu, the Watcher. So, okay. Yeah. Not holding anything back? Nope. They're going to go right for it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, uh, so they they showed the logo like they did with everything else, and some people have started breaking down like what's in the logo. Like, if you zoom into it, you can see different images and things. So, in the top left corner, kind of by where the W is, we see a zombie version of Captain America, which means they might be doing Marvel zombies. Um, I think on the T in what we see uh, the, um, the symbol on the British flag, which means they might be doing Captain Britain. So there's quite a few things in there, some Easter eggs to kind of draw out of that, but yeah, I mean, exciting stuff. Yeah, I I'm excited for it. I love seeing animation. I love seeing superhero animation. Like, don't get me wrong, the live action stuff is great, but there's always something about watching superheroes animated that just really you get to makes see them more happy. of what like they can do and who they are yeah it's like when you when you're reading comic books and you see like the stuff they do in these comic books there's certain things that just like it just will never translate to live action but when you do it in animation you can do it exactly the way it's shown in a comic and that's what i like about it right so that's pretty cool um next up fall 2021 Wake it up. We still got a we still got a few more to go. We're almost there though. Hawkeye series. Now this one surprised me. I didn't know they were doing a Hawkeye series. I feel like I did know this. You said you did? I did. I had no idea. I was like, really? 
They're doing a Hawkeye series? That's pretty fucking exciting. It looks like it's going to take uh, inspiration, at least from the logo itself, from the recent Matt Fraction run, run on Hawkeye, which is called Hawkeye, My Life as a Living Weapon, which apparently is really good. I think I started reading it, and it was pretty solid. I didn't finish it, though. So but, not that solid. <laughs> yeah. No, well, I mean, a lot of people say it's really good. I remember it being pretty good what I did read. I don't remember why I didn't finish it, but... A lot of people say it's a good run, but so so that's exciting. So if you want to kind of get get ready for that, I'd suggest reading reading that series. And then the other thing is that we're gonna see. So Jeremy Renner's obviously gonna be playing Hawkeye again. Um, we're gonna see Kate Bishop, which in the comic books was the younger female version of Hawkeye. So we're right. gonna we're gonna see him teaching her how to become Hawkeye, which is exciting. Yeah, because and then that can lead to some things in the future movies. So. Yeah. So what I what I really like about this is that so out of this spoiler alert, out of this whole announcement of Phase Four, we got nothing about like the Avengers or any team movie in general, right? Right. Every phase so far has had some kind of team movie. It it's been Avengers, obviously, but you know, phase one had Avengers, then Avengers two, then Avengers, then three and four. There's been nothing like that announced so far in this phase, um, so we kind of can't help but wonder, like, what are they building up to now, right? Like, what's next? I know we're probably gonna have a new roster of Avengers, but. What's cool about them introducing Kate Bishop into the MCU is that maybe we're going to be working our way toward not just uh, a regular Avengers team, but a young Avengers team as well. I think it'd be really cool to see different iterations of the Avengers in the MCU. Like we'll have the main Avengers, we'll have the West Coast Avengers, we could have the young Avengers, we could have the you know the all new all different avengers we could have even the dark avengers so to see that they might be exploring those things is is pretty cool so that's that's what i'm most excited for with the hawkeye series next up is the one you want to talk about coming out november 5th 2021 so we got two years before we see this but it's gonna be here we go thor 4 Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I don't know why you did that either. Yeah, it was, it was there. Isn't it, what is it called? It's, I thought it was Love and Thunder. No, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Yeah, Love and Thunder. Love and Thunder. Did you ah. see the, the logo looks crazy. Yeah. But take a Watiti's back. The, 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 the story goes or the rumor is that after he directed Thor 3, Thor Ragnarok, he wrote a script for a, a fourth Thor movie. He pitched it to Marvel Studios, and I guess apparently they liked it. And okay. they got Chris Hemsworth to come back because we weren't sure if he's, he was going to come back. They got Chris Hemsworth to come back. So now we're getting a Thor Love and Thunder movie. So we're going to see. So can, can I tell you the things I've been hearing about it? All right, go ahead, and I'll confirm whether or not they I've true. been hearing that Natalie Portman's coming back. Correct. As Jane Foster. Yes. And she's going to become Lady Thor. Yes. That's insane. Yes. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, it does. You know why it doesn't make sense? Why doesn't it make sense? Because 
Thor is not the god of hammers. He's the god of thunder. So they already proved that he doesn't need his hammer to have the power of Thor. So how the hell is Natalie Portman going to get she the power? She needs the hammer to be, become the, have the power. The hammer doesn't even exist anymore. Captain America took it back. We don't know where it is. Yeah, it's back in Thor the Dark World where it's going to take Which place is in the couple other movies and then get destroyed. That's what I'm saying. But Thor the Dark World is where we saw her do the most. So maybe that's when she inherits the power. So you're saying this is a prequel. I don't know what it is. We didn't even know there was going to be another Thor movie to begin with. But here we are, Thor Love and Thunder. Which is like the most ridiculous title they could have came up with it. I kind of like it. It's, I, I dig mean, it. It's, it's fine. <laughs> that sounds like the most proper response you could. <laughs> I dig it. Like that. <laughs> grab two shovels and dig this. Like that. It sounds like that. Kind of, the logo looks like 70s psychedelic uh, like logo. Yeah. It, lo- it looks like a He-Man logo. It does look like a He-Man logo. Yeah. That's a great description yep, of what that yep. looks like. Um. So, yeah, so, yep, Natalie Portman. So, at the panel, we saw Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson come out, who's also going to be reprising her role as Valkyrie. Um, And then Taika Waititi came out, and they were talking to him, and they were, of course, they asked him, like, hey, is there anything more you can, like, tell us about the movie or whatever? Or they asked him, like, what, what comic books did you draw? What source material did you draw inspiration from for this movie? And he started talking, and he's like, well, there's a recent Thor run that I really enjoyed. Um, and he mentioned the writer's name, who I can't think of at the moment. But everybody in the audience kind of knew that they, he was, when he said the mighty Thor, they knew he, that he was talking about the, the run where Jane Foster becomes Thor. And um, he's like, yeah, let's, uh, we're going to have Jane Foster back. We're going to have Natalie Portman back. They bring her out. And then he has a Thor hammer and he like hands it to her and like basically just confirm like, yeah, she's going to be Lady Thor. Crazy, crazy stuff. The other thing we found out is that it seems like I believe I think they confirmed this already. But when they were doing the panel and they asked Tessa Thompson um, what, you know, they kind of asked her about like, hey, when we last saw you, you were now the king of Asgard. Like, what are some of the first things she, you're going to do as king? And she said one of the first things she has to do as king is find herself a queen, which if we overanalyze and speculate that a queen means she's looking for a female, which means she is gay. And I believe it has been confirmed that she will be the first openly gay character in the MCU. I feel like Marvel's getting so progressive and I love it. Yeah, they're really they're, they're really, really pushing it. the boundaries, you know what I mean? Um Yeah, of all characters too, like she's such a powerful like female character and it is funny to like hear hear women referred to as king, but I mean she is the king, yeah. you know? And uh yeah, for her to say like I'm looking for my queen, I was just kind of like, "Wait a second, is that like are they hinting towards the fact that she might be gay. And yeah, it turns out that that's what it's going to be. So, all right. It's pretty cool. Maybe it's going to be Jane Foster. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but it makes sense because in Ragnarok, they, they kind of made it appear as though Thor and Valkyrie might have something going on. But now it's like since Jane Foster's back, it makes sense that like, no, she's she's gay. 
Yeah. So which leaves that door open for a, a Thor, uh, Jane Foster love 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 reunion. So yeah. Reunited. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So that was that was it for the main panel. And then uh, he brought everybody back out on stage, and they all got Black Widow hats, and they were taking selfies and stuff. And then here's some things he just decides to throw out in passing. You ready? I'm ready. Okay. So he says, oh, yeah, here's a few things that I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah, here's a few things I forgot to mention, some other movies. Of course, we're going to be doing a Black Panther 2. Of course, right? Of course. Why wouldn't they? Captain Marvel 2. Duh. All right. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yep. That's what we thought. Yep. Fantastic Four. Yeah, I heard. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then he mentioned mutants. He just said the word mutants? Yeah. Got to give us a little more details. Yeah. Well, they talked to him more in, in an interview afterwards, and it, it sounds like they are going to be bringing back the X-Men. It probably won't be until Phase 5, but they are going to be bringing back the X-Men. They asked him about Deadpool as well. He said, well, when I mentioned mutants, I, I just included Deadpool in there too, so they're definitely not getting rid of Deadpool. Um, and, yeah, I mean, they're going to be bringing back the mutants. What what was I getting at with this? Um, what did he say? Oh, he was, he was telling them that... What they're when they do it, what they're gonna do with the X Men is gonna be very different from what we've seen previously. So, okay, we're gonna be getting the X Men is one thing. I'm way more excited about the Fantastic Four because we're finally gonna get a good Fantastic yeah, Four. Yeah, I love that they're just going for it. They're just like fuck it. We're not gonna wait that long. I mean, again, it probably won't be until Phase Five. It seems like most of these movies won't be in the Phase Five. Like when you look at Phase Four, we're only getting. No, we're getting two sequels, which is Doctor Strange and then Thor. But they're still which is some, a little surprising. It is very surprising. Um, but these these movies, everything up until this point was now announced up until the end of 2021, which means Phase Five might start in 2022. Like we might only have to wait two years before we're in Phase Five. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. They don't need to have their phases so long. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. I mean, how how long was phase one? Phase one of the MCU was like, what, six years or something like that? Yeah, I don't know. Something crazy. Well, it was at least, it was four. Because we went from 2008 when the first Iron Man came out to... Um, 2012. 2012 when Avengers came out. They can do a two-year phase. It's fine. Yeah. I think that works just perfectly. So he announced those. And then, to conclude, he called... I don't remember if this came before or after, but I wanted to leave it for last. He called out another actor, brought him out. He handed him a hat, right? And we thought it was going to be the Black Widow hat that he had gave everybody in the audience. And they had like 7,000 of these hats. They handed them out to every single person. Handed him a hat. We don't see what the hat has on it. He puts the hat on and it says blade right across the top of it. And then they show the blade logo in the background. They are going to do another blade movie. Yeah, I don't care. No, nope. It's going to, so 
here's what stuck out to me the most about this movie. A, I was not fucking expecting it at Neither all. Was I, I was like, what? They're doing Blade? Are you serious? I'm like, why? Of Like, of all movies, like, why go back to Blade? But people love Blade. I think, I want to say it came from that whole thing when Black Panther came out. And we had that, that group of people that was talking all that shit about how Black Panther isn't the first African-American-led superhero movie. It was Blade. Blah, 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 blah. Whatever. <laughs> right? I, I. But they're going to do it. The interesting part about this is that the actor that's going to play Blade is, uh, his name is Mashala Ali, or I think that's how you pronounce his first name. He is also the character, or also the actor that played Cottonmouth in the mm, first season of Luke Cage, yeah. which I guess kind of confirms that the Netflix shows don't mean shit in terms not of necessarily. Like, he's the not the MCU. first character to play multiple roles. No, he's not, but he's the first one to play like two big roles like that. Like maybe Cottonmouth got bit by a vampire Stop before it. he got his head bashed in. Yeah, yeah. Is that what happened? Maybe you don't know. We haven't seen the movie yet. That's true. We haven't seen the movie yet. So, yeah. I was like, okay. But no, I, I really don't think they mean anything anymore. Especially now that they're all canceled. I don't think they're anything. Yeah. So. It's a bummer. We're going to be getting a Blade movie. Yay. Yay. Yeah, okay. Question mark? You know what? I don't even think I've seen the first Blade movies. Me neither. I, I think I saw Blade 3 and that was it. Which I think it was the one everybody says is the worst. Yeah, it is the one everybody says is the worst. But I was like fucking nine or something like right. that. You know what I mean? Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, it's so interesting, man. That I mean, like, I, we're gonna be getting vampires in the MCU. Is, is that exciting? No. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not really particularly excited about that either. The Blade movies of the past were all R-rated. So you think they're going to go... You think this will be their first venture into an R-rated Marvel movie? No, they're probably just going to make it PG-13. Yeah, no, you're right. They're definitely going to make it PG-13. I think the only movie they're going to stay with the R-rating is Deadpool, and it's only because it's already pre-established. Right. That'd be ridiculous to change it now. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. That was it for the Marvel panel. Woo! Yay! Comic Con 2019. Comic Con 2019. Uh, that's. I mean, it's not much else. That was that was the biggest thing that yeah. happened. So, what are you most excited about now? I don't know, man. You got me more excited about things I wasn't excited about. Nice, nice. Um, I could definitely say the thing I'm least excited for is Blade. I. I don't know if I say I'm the least excited for that. I'm interested to see what's going to happen. You know, all of these, here's my thing. I'm pretty excited for all of these for different reasons. All of them have something about them that's very interesting to me. And that's making me want to come back as a fan. Because after Endgame, like, it, it, it would have been easy to be like, yeah, they're not doing anything else. You know what I mean? Like, nothing yeah. else is going to draw me back into this universe. But they've managed to do it. Like, almost every one of these movies or series, there's something about them that I'm like, huh. 
I'm really curious to see how that's going to go. And like some of them genuinely like, yeah, I'm excited. I really want to see that movie. And some of them just like, yeah, you know what? Hmm. That's an interesting aspect. Like I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see how that's going to turn out. I can see that. I'd say, yeah, I'm least excited for blade. I'm least excited. I can't remember the name, the Kung Fu one. Shang Chi. Shang Chi. Not that excited for that movie at all. No, no. Okay. Uh, I'm still excited for Black Widow. I'm still excited for Loki. I'm still excited for um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You got me excited for the internals. I was kind of like whatever before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's some good stuff coming. Out. I just wish, I wish there was more Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, wish no, there I was, get that. Another Avengers movie coming out that we could be all excited about, but yeah, yeah, or just it, some it, other it, big it, crossover. And it does seem like it was kind of lacking that, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it it doesn't. Again, it doesn't seem like there's anything we're building up to. It just, which is not terrible. I mean, maybe it's they're not just bad. Kind of seen as they're starting over now. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad thing. Avengers it's not movie. a bad thing, but it's it, it is kind of like oh man, like. You know, like I, I want to see that that ensemble again. I want to see characters come together and unite and all this other stuff. And I, I don't know if we're gonna be getting that, but you think still we'll excited. See, we'll still be we'll here for every movie. See, uh, Blade and uh, Avengers movie. I mean, I'd imagine so. Yeah, that'd be crazy. It would be crazy. But yeah, we'll be back for each one of them to give you our thoughts, our reviews. We're gonna have to fucking buy Disney Plus. Golly, um, Disney's this thing, you know. You guys are awesome. If you want to, you know, sponsor yeah, I know, us, right? And just, well, whatever. All we all we ask for is a free membership to Disney yeah. Plus. That's it. That's all we want. That's all we want, so we can watch the show, so we can review them. But anyway, tell us where, tell them where they could find us. We briefly mentioned it earlier, but tell them yeah, again. Yeah, they can reach us at they want to be like our pod. friend. They can do it. Send uh, us something. They can do it on Facebook. They can do it on Instagram. They can do it on Twitter. They can write us on Gmail. They yeah. can write us a letter. Just address it at Capes, Calls, and Close Calls. Throw yep. in no mailbox. It'll make it or make its way to us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's Close Calls Pod at all of those places before. Um, so, yeah. That's it. That's, yeah. that's all we got. That's all she wrote. We'll be back. Yeah. We'll be back next time. And we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. Bye.